1: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
2: What it do, baby? How y'all doing? It's Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. I am Jason McIntyre. He is Rob Parker. We are in for Dan Patrick and company. It is Friday, November 26th. I hope everybody had a phenomenal, not just a great, not just an outstanding, I'm talking a phenomenal Thanksgiving. We have a lot to be thankful for. I'm thankful for you guys for tuning in here to the show, for listening to my podcast, for my health, my family, my faith, and also that we have a lot of sports to gamble on all weekend. Rob, usually we get our Christmas tree uh, today, the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, we usually, we're not going to be able to do it today. I'm not going to talk about why. We got some other stuff cooking. Right. But uh, I, I love picking up the Christmas tree. I love the smell of the Christmas
3: tree. And in your my kids house. are young.
2: How old are they? Uh, I got 8 and 10. Uh, you know I coach them in
3: sports a lot. and So they're, um, they're into Christmas Like, oh, like at that well, age.
2: They can't wait, right? Yeah, I don't know who all is listening, so we should uh, not really talk about Santa. And No, no, no. Uh, what not at cookie. all. Not uh, at all. But I do want to say, yeah, I'm very excited for uh, the, the month of December is really good. I, I maintain, Rob, that March... And November are the two greatest months for sports. Obviously, I'm a big March Madness geek. Uh, If you follow me on social media, you know I gamble on college basketball all the time. And I love November because college football ramps up. We got the huge Ohio State-Michigan game this weekend. Your guy, Jim Harbaugh. Uh, another successful season, but Rob wants to dump on him. We'll do that a little bit later. Successful? What? Yeah. I mean,
1: you,
3: Michigan you, Michigan has one mythical national championship since the Louisiana Purchase yeah. and you're talking about
2: he had successful I love how like had a, a, successful n- a 9 or 10 win season is not Doesn't successful. Doesn't mean anything they, build statues. they can't beat their rivals. They build statues no, they pull for those you statues around down. the country at like 98% of no, schools they don't. 9 or 10 games. No, they don't. Uh, no, they so don't. Maybe we'll talk about the Cincinnati Bearcats getting into the playoff. Uh, I think we're going to talk about the Warriors and Steph Curry, but gosh, Steph Curry is fun to watch. He is right now the greatest show in sports. That's undeniable. Yeah, well,
3: he's playing the undeniable. Washington Generals every night. 15-2, so, yeah, baby. He also leads the league in buckets of how, confetti how after we, he makes a three-pointer. How do we
2: have it that <laughs> Rob Parker loves to dump on all the things that are good and right about American sports? LeBron James... The GOAT, one of the greatest stories in basketball. Steph Curry, I mean, he wants to bag on the Dallas Cowboys. Let me guess. We got Matt Stafford and the Rams in a huge game, colossal game with Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Sunday. It is probably the marquee game of Sunday. It is the Rams have lost two straight after the 7-1 and one start when Matt Stafford was talked about as a potential MVP. Candidate. Is he
3: still your MVP?
2: Uh, I think he's in the discussion. Uh, nobody's won or lost the MVP in Week 11 in the history of football, so I'm not going to overreact. But Matt Stafford has not been very good the last two games. He's dealing with a bit of a bum wheel, the ankle. Oh, here we go. They, they got Odell go Beckham, who we know is toxic. I mean, goodness gracious, Odell Beckham. He's been a disaster since the catch. Rob, I'm going to give you the floor here to go and go after Matt Stafford, who is, you know, former number 1 pick has yet to win a playoff game, but he's put up for outstanding numbers throughout his career.
3: He's yeah, that's why he has a nickname in Detroit as Stat Padford because oh, a lot of you. those numbers Here we have, uh, well, I'm just being honest with you, a lot of those numbers came after the Lions were down 21 nothing and defenses relaxed. I'm just t- trying to tell you the history of Matthew Stafford is that he doesn't beat the good teams, the teams over 500. He has some crazy record, and don't quote me, but it's something like 9-69 and against teams that finish over 500. And that's ultimately what, if you're a Rams fan, you have to be worried about because you talked about, go look at their wins this year. And other than beating Tampa Bay, which was a great win for the Rams, it has gone the other way against some of the better teams. When they lost to the Titans at home with no Derrick Henry, that was an eye-opener, and Stafford had two picks in that game. He's had four picks in the last two games and five turnovers, and that has come against the better competition. They've lost three of the four games when it comes to the best, better competition, the better teams in the NFL. They lost to Arizona at home. So you start to look at these games. They went up to San Francisco on back-to-back passes. He had uh, the interceptions, turned the game around, and that's what's scary. That's why I think this is a big test to see them go on the road, the Rams. Remember, the Rams lost to the Packers last year on the road in the playoffs. So if Matthew Stafford has another bad game on the road against a good team, you got to start to wonder and worry if this guy can get it, this is a guy, you're right, Jason, the number one overall pick who's 0 3 in the playoffs and has never won a division. And you start to wonder, can he get it done? Is he really the upgrade? People, when they traded is for Matthew he really Stafford. really the upgrade over Jared Goff. Yeah, Jared Goff got face? to the Super Bowl. Yes, Jared Goff is an all pro. Yes, yes. Matthew Stafford hasn't been to a Super Bowl. Go look at Jared Goff's numbers th- those years. And the numbers between the Super Bowl year and now, there ain't no big upgrade over Matthew, uh, uh, from Matthew Stafford. Jared Goff was doing the same exact thing. So my point is, the only difference is Jared Goff won some big games in big spots, and Matthew hasn't done that yet. That doesn't mean he can't do it, but this crowning of him and calling him the Messiah – has been ridiculous. Okay, for the love of Trent Dilfer, Jared
2: Goff did not get to a Super Bowl. Jared Goff has never won a game in his career without McVay. Never, Rob, look it up. It's the most amazing stat ever. Jared Goff has is zero wins in his NFL career without McVay. Zero before McVay got there, and zero. He in only had that two closest in LA. Do stop not say it. Jared Goff got to a that? Super Bowl. Stop. Matt Stafford is on trash teams in Detroit. A dumpster fire of a franchise. He's Zero
3: and three in the playoffs. That means that okay. three you times he went to, to the playoffs. Hold line. on. Was he favored Hold in any the playoff games? Yes or no? Was
2: he favored? Hold. Was he favored in? Any it doesn't, of those playoff matter. Games? It doesn't it matter. matter. It doesn't it matter. Underdogs. He was the first overall pick. It doesn't matter. Oh my god. That's why they
3: have upsets in sports, Jason. Stop giving people excuses. Okay, fine. Time out. Time out. Let's you, if you, okay, wait a said, minute.
2: Okay, go ahead.
3: Go ahead. Wait a minute. If if he if he would have won a game, even that Cowboys playoff game. They go back. The Lions had a number five defense that year in 2014. Underdogs on the road. Okay. It doesn't matter. Okay. They had the, Matthew Stafford got the ball back with two minutes to go, two and a half minutes to go, and two timeouts with a chance to march the Lions down the field and beat the Cowboys in Dallas. And you know what happened? It was four and out. Don't give me an excuse. Okay. So, they had another chance to win the division over the Green Bay Packers in, in the last week of the season. And, and you know what? They lost. I'm not going to So don't act like he doesn't have any chances. Game.
2: Okay, you want to bag on Stafford this year. They haven't beaten anybody. Give me a team in the NFL that you think is good right now. Give me one team. Go ahead. The Anything. Green Bay Packers. Okay, here's the Green Bay Packers. These are the teams that they have beat this year. The 8-3 and three Packers. They beat the Lions, who are winless. They beat the Niners in Week 3. Um, the, are the Niners good? I don't know. I don't think they were good in week What are you three.
3: talking about? They just beat the Rams, and, and you want to talk about team. hold on. They're a
2: 500 team. How are
3: they good? Wait, you don't want to three, give Stafford any credit three, for beating Tampa, but you want to give three, them— credit for what, beating the Niners? What were in week 3 when they they came back on the road with 37 seconds left to yes. win the game? Okay, what was the 49ers record in week 3? Okay. Come on, Jason. Fine. fine. It,
2: it, then you got to give Stafford the credit for the win over Tampa. Okay, in week 3. So let's keep going for the Packers' great wins. They beat the Steelers who are garbage. They beat the Bengals, not good. They beat the Bears, stink. Washington stinks. Arizona, I'll give you that. Their other win was against Seattle, which is three and seven. So who if the Packers beat? Like Rob, this whole argument, like who has they Stafford beat?
3: Seven and zero Arizona yes, in the desert. Yes, that's a good
2: win. I gave you that. That's a good but win. But you get no, all that's right, but that's, that's a, a really good win. win against a they really, have really good team. One that, good win, okay? What about? They don't this? have one no. good win. Stop they, it. They beat the Arizona. They beat them. That's impressive. Arizona, by the way, has like the fifth best Super Bowl odds, despite being the number one seed in the, NF- in the NFC. Yeah, but best you can't odds. give
3: me other than Tampa Bay early on.
2: Great, of so great, but that's no. the point. Green Bay has one more win than Matt Stafford in the Rams. That's Stafford, it. Stafford. Stafford's good win.
3: trending downward, though. Is he the had point? Two bad games in a row. Yes,
2: he's on a bum wheel. I get that. I'm not making excuses for Stafford. This is the reality. Quarterback wins. Nobody wins a game if you're a quarterback, okay? Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are GOAT status. They are the only two who you can say they won the game. You can't pin it all on Matt Stafford. His time at Detroit, Rob, it's unfair. You know for a fact those two. were trash. I watched him. I watched him. garbage. I they covered Matthew Stafford. The
3: difference is you, your view of him is watching highlights. It's, I no, watched, my view of him no, is the stats. That is, and
2: the stats no. say Matt Stafford has always been a top 12 quarterback in the NFL. No. The no, I don't watch no. highlights. I watch stats.
3: You've Trust watched the highlights numbers. and no. you've watched numbers, and they're fake numbers. That's why his nickname was St- Stafford in Detroit. Ask anybody from Detroit who actually watched the games and watched what what kind of what, that they never beat anybody mm-hmm. and that's the issue. Okay. When it comes with Stafford, all I'm saying Jason is this year he's got to prove that okay. and he if they don't get to the Super Bowl will that have been a flop or fail for, so, for the Rams. Uh, 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 I am asking you yes or no. I-, I predicted they
2: would get to the Super Bowl. I don't think if they don't failure. get there. But Rob, well, it's not a failure for Matt Stafford. Trust the the numbers. Yes, Look, it okay, is. Football they just outsiders, gave up their- Football Outsiders is universally uh, accepted as the most important stats in the league. They break down every play. They don't give you the, the counting stats of touchdowns and interceptions, okay? The top passers in the league this year, number one, Tom Brady, almost across the board. Number two, Kirk Cousins, who has the best touchdown-to-interception ratio. I know you love that stat. The number three quarterback, according to Football Outsiders, in almost every metric they have— is Matt Stafford, ahead of the beloved Aaron Rodgers, ahead of the beloved Dak Prescott, ahead of Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert. Dude, you're not buying into that.
3: He patted his stats against bad teams. The The numbers against the good teams are not good. Jason, when you get to the playoffs – are you playing Atlanta and the all and the Giants and the Jets? No, you guess who you're playing? You're playing the best of the best. Give me his numbers in the four best teams that they've played against, and they're not good. Okay, so Tampa Those are the games the you gotta worry play, right? about if you're the Rams, not the other games. So Stop Tampa it. is the best team they played. We, uh, we, had, we had a guest on the first
2: hour who said Tampa or Green Bay is one of the best teams in the league. Here's what Stafford did against the mighty Tampa Bay Bucks, the defending Super Bowl champs. That Stafford, was
3: week three. Stop it. Uh, Oh, so we're
2: tossing out week three when he was 27 of 38 for 343 yards. Is he touchdowns. trending up
3: or down, It's Jason. not trending anywhere. He He's did not trending have two good games. He's got five turnovers
2: in the last two games. He did not have two good games against the Titans, yes, and against the
3: Niners. No doubt about that. Is anybody perfect? Has anybody been flawless throughout the it's season? It's not about being flawless. It's about being realistic. And you know that if it was reversed and Stafford had had that game against Tampa last week— People would be talking about him in in, in a MVP category. Let's not See, fudge Rob, the numbers. He's trending down, and because here's another game. Okay, I'm going to ask you this one question. So, Matt, I'm so then Matt, Matt Jones must be the MVP if he plays he's trending up, right? If, he's if he had two plays good games poorly against Green Bay and throws two picks, then, then
2: uh, what, then what would can, be? Then you can then you can worry. But the rea- but Rob, both things. Well, I think we would agree. Both things can be true. Matt Stafford has had a phenomenal, outstanding, amazing season where all his numbers are great. But yes, he has had two subpar games in a row with pick sixes that really badly hurt the LA Rams. Are both those things true? I I, I just yes or no, Rah? Are both what, those things true? He's had a great season and he's had two struggling games all, in a row where he's all, been. Below yes, but all
3: my, my only issue is his bugaboo coming into this year was that he never beat the good teams, and and you can't say. Uh, he threw to Calvin Johnson was a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, despite the Lions not winning anything, people looked at his numbers and took him uh, right. Uh, they took him for face value, right? It didn't stop Calvin Johnson. All right, so you can't use that the Lions as an excuse, or or that Matthew Stafford hasn't beaten the good teams. He's on a great. He's on a great team now, and it's scary if you're a Rams fan that the teams that they've lost to, that he doesn't beat those teams except he beat Tampa Bay early in the season. As the year has gone on, it's gotten worse. And I'm telling you, if he has a bad day in Green Bay, I'll be the first one to sound the alarm for the Rams okay, because enough, they've given enough. away the future. And-, and if they don't get to a Super Bowl and win it, it will be a failure and with Matthew Matt Stafford. Okay, and
2: what if Matt Stafford delivers against the Packers and has a good game? Then what? Will you be proclaiming he's the MVP well then, favorite? Well, then
3: that that would definitely settle and make people feel better about where he I is. I don't think and anybody that... feels bad about two games, Rob. We're looking at an NFL
2: season where the Cowboys have lost three of four. The Kansas City Chiefs for a month couldn't stop a nosebleed. They were terrible. Like, no team has been consistent. The the only consistent in this league this year has been everybody's been up and down. Buffalo lost two of three. They lost to Jacksonville. Do you want to say Josh Allen is trash and the Bills are garbage? Like you can't overreact to a couple of games for Matt Stafford that have been bad. No, I mean
3: No, I, given I, his you, history, you can over you can overreact. But that's because, with a different coach no, and a different franchise but, but different they thought offensive when they, line. But Come they on. thought when he came here it was going to be he would be the Messiah. There are seven old, you know do you know how many you know how many people NFL guys had him winning the MVP? I, I have money on Matt Stafford to win the M V P and the Rams to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, okay. I do. That's money that your kids won't have to be spent for Christmas. Also true. It could be.
2: And guess what? If If Matt Stafford gets the rail, I think I got him at plus 900 to win the Super Bowl. Guess what? Then my kids will uh, take a first class trip to Hawaii. Okay, as soon as the football season's over, if the Rams win the Super. Tell Bowl. your kids
3: not to pack. Okay, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you Listen, that they're seven
2: and three, and you want to act like they're, they're they're in deep trouble. And they've lost think. two in a row to two good teams. Don't you get that? I, I, I there just was seven and one. Why, Stop why it, why did Jason. I have to be falling over two losses. Why? Why can't it just be, man, Stafford, he had two bad games. You know what? The other seven games where he was great, I didn't overreact to those, so I'm not going to overreact to two? So anyways, have you seen what's going on with the line movement in Green Bay this week? The Packers opened his favorites at home against the Rams, and now the Rams are favored. And a lot of it has to do with, that. I can't wait for the excuses, well, the Packers didn't have their two best offensive linemen, and Aaron Rodgers is toe and no Jair Alexander, so it's just weird. Rob, I can already know—I already know the excuses you're going to make when the Rams and
3: Stafford win that. You- I, I don't—I don't make excuses. Oh my! I, I don't mind. make excuses. I've seen. I've already seen the Packers win games and even the game that they lost without their four best defensive players in Minnesota Aaron Rodgers gave them a chance yes. if it wasn't for a drop of a of an of an interception Agreed. Uh, right I mean they would have won look, that look, game I think Aaron Rodgers had it. almost 400 yards and four touchdowns in a game where they shouldn't have even been able to compete yeah, without Aaron Rodgers their four is best the players. second greatest quarterback in the
2: history so, so of football. So I'm not going to sit well, here and make any him they lost. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is historically great. The guy is a legend. Okay? He's going to win games by himself. There's two guys in the league who can do that. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. I'm uh, Matt Stafford is not in that class. Nobody's in that class. Unless I'm missing somebody, who's up there with them? Nobody. Wait, you want to put Jalen Hurts in there because he's had a couple good games? Stop. It. You want to put Derek Carr in there because he was great in Dallas? Like, I, I just, I, I don't know what we're doing here. Who's the third best quarterback in the NFL this season, Rob? Who you got? If we, if we want to say Rogers and Brady are one and two in whatever order. Kyler Murray before he oh, got get hurt. Get the, the hell play, out of here. Colt McCoy well. just
3: came in and beat San Fran and beat Seattle. So, if Kyler Murray really? I said before he got hurt. Yes, they were playing at a at a great clip, and he was beating a lot of good teams. The, the, the Cardinals were on their way. Don't forget, he beat Matt Stafford. Go look at the numbers in that game where, where Kyler Murray came into L.A. and beat Stafford on his home field. Go look at that game and tell me who was better that day. Uh, Yeah, I had
2: money on Arizona that day. Kyler okay. Murray was amazing. I like all Kyler right. Murray. I'm a okay. big now all of a sudden Arizona you back down
3: when I gave you an example. No, no,
2: he had two touchdowns that day, but that game's not on uh, Matt Stafford. The Arizona Cardinals scored 37 points because the Rams' defense got shredded. Gave up four hundred sixty five yards. I couldn't thought you one the of the best defenses down. in the league, no? No, not the Rams, no. they the Rams are great because Matt Stafford was awesome and an MVP candidate getting into a seven and one start. All Nobody's right. backing that Rams defense.
1: Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine to noon Eastern or six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at FoxsportsRadio.com. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite.
0: This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
1: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up to date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick six.draftkings.com slash promos.
2: The, the board is lighting up. We got a great guest coming in right now. His name is Dr. David Chow. Ex NFL team doctor, sports medical analyst. You can find him on Twitter at ProFootball Doc. Dr. Chow, how are you this morning?
6: Uh, welcome. Should I break up that fight there? No, yeah. no don't, 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 don't. That's fun. That's just fun. Listen, hey, we need you, we need fight. your
2: assistance here because there are some real bad NFL injuries. Let's start with Aaron Rodgers and his, I don't know, COVID toe, his fractured toe. He's holding his toe up at press conferences. Can you help us make sense, Doctor Chow, of what's going on with Aaron Rodgers, toe?
6: Uh, it's not COVID toe. He's referring to COVID toe as it he got it when he was in COVID quarantine because mm. he had to work out at his home and he kicked a a bag a uh, you know a, a punching bag or something and he broke his fifth pinky toe. It's mm. a fractured toe. Uh, Aaron Rodgers even admitted he didn't even know what COVID toe was. He was just <laughs> making a joke on Pat McAfee. And then we had all these COVID toe articles and people were calling me about COVID toe. Look, it's a pinky finger, a pinky toe. It's on his left foot. Yes, it's going to hurt. Yes, he's going to be limited in practice, etc. But if it hurts that bad during the game, they're just going to numb it up and go. It's not that big of a deal. If you look at his last game, he played very well. And Aaron Rodgers probably doesn't need that much practice to uh, play well. So I'm not worried about this pinky toe injury at all. But the funny thing is to compare it to a turf toe, not even close, right? And maybe there's a fracture here, but the big toe is really what you need to play with and push off. That's what hobbles you. The pinky toe will be essentially non-factor. I guess if his left tackle, a new left tackle now, steps on it again like he did last (laughs) year, it's going to hurt him. But, you know, it's pain. It's not going to be anything significant in my opinion
3: a right. hey, Doc, after the game last night, uh, Dallas Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy said it was pretty obvious that Zeke Elliott's knee was bothering him. What is the issue that uh, Zeke is working through and how concerned should the Cowboys be moving forward with, with this knee?
6: Well, I think you know having Tony Pollard lessens the concern, but he's going to play through. Look, at Week 12 now, 85% is probably a good week for any player in the NFL. Yes, it's been lingering for a little bit, a knee contusion, injury. It's a main matter of pain and swelling. No, he's not 100%, but uh, I think he's going to continue to play through. I don't think he's going to miss any game.
2: Uh, Dr. Chow, I want to quickly look at one of my favorite teams in the NFL, the New York Jets. I know nobody cares, but I got to ask you, this Zach Wilson stuff, a lot of the New York media, I feel like they're trying to sell newspapers pushing Mike White And then Joe Flacco and all this controversy. There's nothing there, right? Zach Wilson appears to be 100% for the the Jets coming back this week in in kind of a big spot. You don't want to get embarrassed again. They've had a bad streak here. You're playing the Houston Texans. Do you, from everything you can glean, is Zach Wilson 100% to go for the Jets?
6: Uh, Close to 100%. He's certainly good enough to play. I think he was good enough to play a week or two weeks ago. When it first happened in-game, we do this video analysis and said he had a PCL, and it's a two- to four-week four injury. But we lean towards the four weeks or more because he's a young quarterback. He's not Aaron Rodgers who could not practice all week and come in and, and go lights out. He's got to practice, and he's got to be closer to 100%, especially with that Jets team. Now he's finally close to that, but really not a ton of other choice with you know, Flacco out and COVID and what have you. But you know I don't know that Zach's 100%, but I put him in the 90s,
4: mm. so I
6: think he should be good to go.
3: All right, Justin Fields uh, didn't play yesterday in the uh, game against the Lions for the Bears. Uh, if Coach Matt Nagy decides that uh, he's going to bench uh, Andy Dalton, should we expect to see Fields return to the uh, field next, next week?
6: How about this for the irony of all ironies? Justin Fields' most memorable moment was in the Sugar Bowl with Ohio State mm. when he got rocked and broke ribs, went into the medical tent, took an injection, came back, and was Superman hero and led Ohio State to victory. Here, he left the game, uh, and some of it may be coaching decisions, slash we want him 100% and preserve him for the future. He didn't even take a big shot. Now, uh, there's some non-displaced maybe fractures on MRI. Rib blocks could take care of that. This Andy Dalton start might have been Matt Nagy preference and or short week syndrome. Uh, with the Chicago Bears. So I think Fields can be an option for the following week if Matt Nagy wants to use him.
3: Especially since Nagy needed to win a game, right? I mean, <laughs> he probably was trying to save his job because of all the reports out there. Uh,
2: D- Dr. Chow, let me just, uh, Matt Stafford is a, a very uh, contentious name on this show. Oh, Rob goodness, obviously goodness. does not like him. <laughs> I need to ask. Uh, I, what, I, why, Why? because I don't think somebody's good, you think I don't like well, him? I have well, no, no listen it's, to not point, it's not personal. It's not personal. You bag on him, he's, a, he's had two awful games in a row. But, Dr. Chow, has he been healthy? Uh, he's missed some practice, I believe. He's not. Not 100%. Now they are coming off the bye week. This is, this is a pressure-filled week for Matt Stafford. What do you have on his
6: injury? Well, Matt Stafford is as tough as they come. He's never really come out of games. Remember the back fracture that he played through yep. that, quote, no one knew about? The, you know, the thumb injuries, the hand stuff. He's always played through stuff, and he's tough as he comes. But before Rams fans start saying Matt Stafford isn't the answer, do you want to go back to Jared Goff? Remember that was you the mean guy the guy, was,
3: you mean the guy who took you to the Super Bowl and had the fifth greatest offense in the history of the NFL Doc I have to respectfully push back on that that you're, 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 you're uh, propping up Matthew Stafford who's never won a playoff game never won a division title and you're taking a shot at Jared Goff who got to the Super Bowl come on Doc.
6: No, I'm not taking a shot at Jared Goff at all. I'm just or supporting Matt Stafford. I'm just giving you the comparison. You gotta remember in the playoffs last season, uh, Jared Goff had a thumb issue where he could play and start. And the Rams yeah. themselves chose to start John Wolford in that game. <laughs> That's now right. John Wolford got injured in the first quarter Matt and uh, Jared Goff came in and played three and a half quarters. But the reason why we knew he was healthy to play is Blake Bortles was not listed as the third quarterback that day. No team goes into a game with one-and-a-half healthy quarterbacks. That meant to me they knew Jared Goff was healthy enough to play, yet they started John Wolford. And then, obviously, they traded John uh, uh, Jared Goff. So the Rams told you what they think of Jared Goff, not me.
2: Yeah, uh, they, they don't buy him. Now, but on Stafford, though, wh- you know, I know he's a tough guy. We, you, this ankle injury, foot, I'm not exactly sure how bad it is, but where are you on that, Doc? It's only
3: bad when he loses. Otherwise, he's great. Right.
6: Go ahead. Like I said, 85% is a good week. He's at least 85%. Uh, his health should not be a major concern in terms of Matthew Stafford. All right,
3: right, let's. Ask, I want to ask you, uh, Saints fans were questioning how Taysom Hill was healthy enough to be active last night but not healthy enough to play over Trevor Simeon. Tell us about Hill's health right now and uh, what it could mean for the Saints quarterback situation
6: moving forward. I mean, that's an interesting uh, issue there. They just signed him to a big contract, and he couldn't play quarterback, but what, he could do fullback and tight end duties? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that
3: doesn't make <laughs> I sense. Mean,
6: it seems like it should be the opposite. There's more to the story there. I don't know what it is right now, but, you know, that that's uh, that's sort of uh, the big uh, question mark. But uh, when things don't make sense to us in the outside world, they do from the inside. We'll eventually find out, as you guys know. But that doesn't make sense right now.
2: i uh, I got, doc, I got uh, one last. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. The, I watched that Buffalo Bills game last night, and... They kind of glossed over the Tredavious White injury. It looked like a non-contact. His knee kind of had this weird buckle. He was on the ground. You could tell from the look on his face that it might have been serious. Do you have anything on the Tredavious White injury? Because, you know, he's an all-pro. That feels like it could have Super Bowl ramifications for the Bills.
6: No question. At, at com, in-game we posted on my Twitter timeline. And look, it's just video analysis and I study video for 17 years while I was in the NFL with injuries when I knew what the injury was. But in this case, Uh, it's going to be, unfortunately, an ACL tear, ACL and MCL, and he's going to be out for the season. Now, remember, this is video analysis, Mm -hmm. insider knowledge, not insider information. The Bills have said nothing. Sean uh, Sean McDermott says uh, we'll tell you on Tuesday, but uh, count on their having to go the rest of the way without Tredavious White, which is a big deal.
3: Hey, Doc, real quick, about 30 seconds, lasting a baseball Fernando Tatis Jr. was hurt three times with the shoulder last year. He's decided not to have the surgery. Uh, do you think the Padres and Tatis made the right decision to go without surgery and just letting it heal in the offseason? season?
6: I, I have not examined him. He's my son's favorite player. I'm in San Diego. I'm rooting for the guy. But I he's think a great he's player. He's a great player. I think I think he's making the wrong decision. I think the Padres want him to have the surgery. Look, if he would have played the 25, 29 extra games, he'd be the MVP. Look, it came out five times last season in five different ways. It's only a matter of time before it comes out again this next season. Rehab hasn't fixed it before. Rehab isn't going to fix the labral tear. He's an amazing athlete. He's a matrix. He changed his swing mid season and still hit 42 home runs. But he can be even better. I think he's making a silly mistake, but once again, I haven't examined him. If I had the ability to talk to him, I'd say, Fernando, you want to play shortstop? You love shortstop. You don't want to be in the outfield, right? Get the surgery. You like that harness? No. You want to take it off? Get the surgery. I mean, you're 23 years old. I mean, you're not indestructible, but, you know, 23-year-olds think, sometimes think they are.
2: He is Dr. David Chow, ex-NFL team doctor, sports medical analyst. You can find him on Twitter at ProFootballDoc. Hey, great stuff, Dr. Chow. Thanks a lot. Hope you had a great day. Appreciate it. Have a
3: great day. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. All right,
1: coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instant. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs, manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck.
2: Our number three here on the Dan Patrick Show. What's up, ladies and germs? It's me, Jason McIntyre, joined by Rob Parker. The esteemed Detroit legend, we are coming to you live from Los Angeles. Hope everybody had an outstanding, food-filled Thanksgiving. The holiday season is in full swing. I don't know about you, Rob, but I love me some Christmas music. And I Aww. do love how the bumper music through from here until Christmas is going to be
3: Christmas music. Do you got a favorite Christmas tune you want to drop on the audience right now? You know what's so funny is I'm big into Christmas music, and I do listen to it on Sirius uh, during the holiday season, but my favorite Christmas song never actually mentions Christmas in it. It's only played during the holiday season. Isn't that weird? It doesn't what, what, mention what anything. It? Baby, It's Cold Outside. Oh, that's old You're, school. Is that the, the Dean Martin version. Dean Martin, which yes. Is, I have that which downloaded. Is a, yep. That's a great song. Yeah. And it's only played because it's talking about the elements of the winter, but it doesn't mention the holiday. It has nothing to do with Christmas, but it's a great song. Yeah. If you've never heard it, Baby, It's Cold Outside. I'm sure a lot of people have sang it, but, but the Dean Martin version, I love that song. Solid, no doubt.
2: Uh, the one that I've gotten into, gosh, I'm, I, I, listen, I keep it 100 with you guys. I'm not, I'm not afraid to uh, admit anything. This is a national radio show with massive reach. I do the same on my podcast. It's why it's successful. I like the Kelly Clarkson song, the Kelly Clarkson Christmas song. My daughter did some figure skating for like five minutes until my wife and I were like, listen, (laughs) this is too much work for us driving to arenas, it's freezing. That Look at it you're
3: not going to take it let your daughter have her dream because she, you you with it,
2: but Rob you know how it is well I don't know if you know how it is with the kids but like I can't drive 2 hours to an ice skating <laughs> performance and then she performs for 5 minutes and we got to turn around and drive back like that's just not, <laughs> that's not my deal basketball I'll drive you anywhere soccer deal uh gymnastics and uh, we'll see um but the, the Kelly Clarkson Christmas song can you give me the name of it Ryan you know the one. You don't it even is. know the name of it. I, I, I'm really? drawing a blank because I'm thinking about all my, my Dak Prescott debate that we're we're gonna have here in a second. Ryan, can you hook me up with the Kelly Clarkson? Underneath well, the tree. Thank you. That song will put a smile on your face. I will be jumping and dancing in the car. And now I'm embarrassed. All right, Rob Parker. I, I, I
3: do I do want you to look at real quick. I sent you and Ryan, our producer, a text. Uh oh. Did you see the picture? Can you just look at it real quick before we it's get better into the not Cowboys? Be, this
2: better not be a not safe for work image. No, oh, of oh, course okay. I'm not. Doing uh,
3: that. Yes, that's funny.
2: When you think it's Black Friday, but it's actually people returning their Cowboys jerseys.
3: It's a that long line outside this building, and that's what it was that's funny That's after, after the Cowboys lost at home to the Raiders. I don't so, know. Okay. Listen,
2: you yeah. know me. I'm a gambler. Uh, sports gambling is what I do for Fox Sports. I love, it's, gambling's no different than the stock market, right? This is a great buy low opportunity on the Cowboys. Everybody's selling Dallas. Oh, they stink. Their defense is a joke. Anthony Brown is the worst quarterback in the league. Four, four flags. I just want to remind people, when you can get a value stock such as the Dallas Cowboys off losing, I think, three or four, you got to grab it. Okay, they, they did not have Randy Gregory. They did not have Demarcus Lawrence, their best two pass rushers. Uh, Derek Carr was wearing a tuxedo in the pocket. The cornerbacks will be better once you get a pass rush. And when those guys come back and the receivers, C.D. Lamb comes back, Amari Cooper, hopefully he got the Vax, maybe even he got the booster. Uh, I think the Cowboys are going to be fine. Rob, I still think this is one of the top three teams in the NFC. I'm not
3: selling their stock after a home loss to the Raiders, which was a bad loss. They, I I don't even understand, given their history, given the coach that they have, given the undisciplined with the penalties, given, I mean, all the bad stuff. They've lost three out of four. They lost a terrible game to Denver at home. They lose to a, 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 a uh, Raiders team going nowhere fast. Three losses in a row have all kind of turmoil. They can't win that game. They haven't been to the NFC Championship game since 1996. Ever since uh, Jerry Jones took over the franchise and turned it into a mom-and-pop store, they've won nothing. They've won nothing. And people keep propping up the Dallas Cowboys as if they're, they're, they're not one of the best teams, the top three teams in the NFC. They're in a terrible division. They've uh, gotten fat off of beating those teams and when it mattered most, right after a 6-1 start, they had a schedule that easily a good team would have won three out of four, maybe would have lost to Kansas City. And Kansas City had been scuffling going into that game, barely beating Jordan Love and the Packers, barely beating the Giants by three points, a bad Giants team. And yet they got steamrolled. Were never in that game in Kansas City. They beat up. Even though they scored 33 points at home, they still lost. And people are still trying to convince you that the Dallas Cowboys have something going. Count me out, Jason McIntyre. I'm not buying the Cowboys. Not buying that Dak Prescott was ever in the running for MVP. Not buying the phony numbers against and the big numbers against the bad teams. I'm not buying any of that. Okay. The Cowboys... Or who we thought they were, which is they will be on the outside looking in when it comes to when the big boys show up for the postseason. Okay, Rob, that's all fair.
2: I can't. I'm not going to bother argue uh, the history uh, lesson. Thank you for that, by the way. The Dallas Cowboys historically have stunk. All that being said, toss it out the window. It's irrelevant. Dak wasn't on those teams in the early 2000s, okay? Mike McCarthy wasn't the coach. They didn't have Zeke and C.D. Lamb. Let's look at this season, and what do the numbers tell you? The numbers don't lie, okay? Humans lie a lot. Players lie. Coaches lie. The numbers don't lie. And Dallas right now is the fourth most efficient team in the NFL currently. They rank eighth in offensive efficiency, fourth in defense. Why are they fourth in defense? Well, like you said, they beat up a lot of bad teams and their defense showed well, okay? That being said, the defense isn't even healthy. If we're going to give, Rob, the Green Bay Packers a pass because they don't have Jair Alexander, excuse me, and the edge rushers, we got to give Dallas a little bit of a pass. They haven't had DeMarcus Lawrence, their best defender. They haven't had uh, Randy Gregory. Since he's gone out, the pass rush has been non-existent. This week they did not have C.D. Lamb, who's emerging as one of the ten best receivers in the. Were league. they favorites? They in did not have. Game? They were favorites. They did not okay. have Murray Cooper. Right. So if you, if, I think the common, obvious, you know, look is, oh, Dallas lost the game. They stink. They're terrible. I'm looking at it as a gambler. Oh man, this is a good buy low opportunity. Give me some Cowboys. If their odds changed to win the NFC East, to win the Super Bowl, I know Philly's coming. I know Washington's not dead yet. But Dallas is still a big flashing bye, folks. The reality is this team's going to be there, maybe in the
3: NFC Championship game. They're trending downward. Three losses in the last four games. I, I think people got crazy. Even when they beat the Falcons 43-3, to that terrible franchise, people were ranting and raving about the Cowboys. That That's what they were ranting and raving about. And uh, instead... It's been bad since then. Uh, That Chiefs game, nine points. uh, That was another stinker. Uh, The Raiders, of course, another, that team, a bad team, should have beaten them up, even with all the missing pieces and parts. They still were in that game. They still scored 33 points. And those are the things you got to look at. It's the trends of now. You can't tell me about September and October games. We're in December almost. And you're talking about games they won in the first two months of the season? No. I want to talk about where they are now going forward. Well, where they are now. And that's the problem I have is that they're trending downward. You could go ahead – and say it's a great buy, uh, gambling wise, and and pile up, and you'll be stuck holding the bag like well, why, everybody Rob, else has the last twenty five years when it comes they, to the
2: Cowboys. Why have they lost three or four? Well, they didn't have Tyron Smith against Denver and the Chiefs. He's
3: one of the best NFL left tackles in the injuries league. Injuries are part of the What about NFL? the last Stop two weeks? Come did on, they have you can't a can't look, at, look, look at that
2: offense in the you second half every against week. Kansas City without their top two receivers? You could go ahead and take almost any team in the league. Outside of Brady and Rodgers, take away their top two receivers, and they're going to sputter and they're going to stink. What the top two receivers out
3: against the Broncos? No, against the Broncos, they
2: did not have Tyron Smith, and it was clearly a massive letdown after the win against Cooper Rush. I'm not excusing the loss. That's a bad loss. You shouldn't lose to Teddy Two Gloves. You should not lose to Teddy Covers, Teddy Bridgewater. They were down thirty to nothing after like fifty minutes. That's a gutless performance. It looked terrible. You could tell they were feeling themselves after winning with Cooper Rush in Minnesota, okay? And Dak probably wasn't 100%, but whatever. You move on from that game. Rob, I don't know if it's maybe um, I'm getting the fumes from the California kush that everybody smokes out here, but maybe I'm getting a little zen. One of my new mantras in life, and I suggest taking this on for 2022, it's helped me immensely. Never get too high, never get too low. In life, in sports, I didn't get too high when Dallas won 43-3 against the Falcons.
3: All right, right, I'm not but, get but too there were low. a lot of
2: people who went crazy. I'm not going to get too low because they choked against the Raiders as favorites on Thanksgiving at home and lose in overtime without, I don't know, three of their top five players. Uh, top seven players. I'm not going to get too low. I'm going to look holistically at this team and say, man, this is a good buying opportunity when they had so many injuries. Yeah, g- give me some more Dallas. Just as I did when Aaron Rodgers was out and that defense fought hard. Green Bay, by the way, in Kansas City. I mean, they were with, they were in that game, right, Robin, in the fourth quarter with Jordan Love, who, who I don't know if he's ready to coach a uh, quarterback of a college football team. That's how bad he looked I thought Green Bay was a buy. I'm telling you right now, Rob, you asked me who were the best teams in the NFC. I think Tampa is up there. I think Green Bay, once they get healthy on defense, is going to be very dangerous if they can get their left tackle situation figured out. I like the Rams with, with Matt Stafford, and I like the Dallas Cowboys. Those, for me, are the four clear-cut
3: best teams. And I know I didn't mention Arizona, and a lot of people are going to be upset. Arizona has nine wins, and you're putting the Cowboys ahead of them, which makes no sense to me. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's total disrespect, and I don't, I, I don't understand why you don't have Arizona in your top four. I'd have Dallas uh, in the top seven or whatever, but I don't have them ahead of Arizona with the most wins. They went into L.A. They beat up the Rams in a big game. Uh, they did lose to Green Bay at home. That was a bad loss. They've battled their own injuries. They've gone and beaten teams without Hopkins and and, yeah. and without Kyler Murray, that they didn't use yeah. those excuses because they're a good team. Yeah. Go look at those games that they won that they had no business winning without their quarterback and top receiver. But you sit around and make excuses that the Cowboys have lost because they're missing people. The NFL, you miss people. People get hurt. Players get hurt all the time. You know what? The next guy has to get it together.
2: Yeah. So here's the thing about Arizona. If you guys listen to my podcast, Straight Fire, you know I've loved Arizona. I picked them to make the playoffs. Go ahead and look up all the pundits back in August. Almost nobody had Arizona in the playoffs. I like this team a lot. I've got a good connection with the, with the organization. And I've liked Arizona a lot this season. I bet on them and won a lot of money. That being said... My concern, Rob, is Kyler Murray. We've now seen two straight seasons where he's a small quarterback and he's broken down, and when he's hurt, they are far from a good football team. I don't think Colt McCoy could go win in the playoffs. I like the idea of sitting Kyler Hill. Now I've had a full month with that high ankle sprain to be out. A full month, okay? My problem is if he's not 100%, there's no way this team's doing any damage in the playoffs. And I also question Against good teams, can the defense get it done? We know the offense, if Kyler's healthy, is going to be there. But, Rob, this is a defense that got dump trucked at home by P.J. Walker and Cam Newton a couple weeks ago. We talk about bad losses. They got destroyed. They got curb stomped at home by Carolina. And it, it wasn't, I know the offense was bad, but the defense couldn't stop them. That's what makes me nervous: the Arizona defense and Kyler Murray's health. Those are two massive red flags for the Cardinals heading into the playoffs.
3: But but somehow they've won nine games, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I I get it. Playing in the toughest division in the football. I mean, you got to give them credit for where they are and what they've been able to do. Um, and and I I think Arizona. Obviously, you got to have your quarterback healthy long term. But they've been able to manage and get through this, and it's been pretty amazing uh, where they are. And even in that game that they lost to Green Bay, if you remember, uh, they lost 24-21, and Murray had the interception in the end zone, right? You remember, they were uh, marching. I, Murray had it, the
2: interception, or A.J. Green didn't know what the hell he was doing and didn't well, turn it around. Mean, still was an interception on Murray's record, uh, right? Yes or no? Uh, I, it counts. I, I, It counts for Murray, but I don't think that was his fault. Okay, I mean, if you're still, AJ counts, Green, you're I'm not saying. blocking on that play right there. There's you're not blocking like it's all a I'm running saying play. is they
3: had a chance to win that game they as did. well. So I, I I take a look at what they've been able to do. It's been pretty incredible. Who do you trust more um, in the playoffs, uh, Matt Stafford or Kyler Murray? Uh, Kyler Murray. <sighs> I've seen Matthew Stafford. I've just I've seen, and I'm not buying into him until he proves to me. That he can win a big game. Okay. If they lose in the first, if they lose in the first round, I want you to have me on your podcast, uh, straight fire. While I will dump water on your straight fire Uh, podcast. Okay. Who do you trust more as a coach, Cliff Kingsbury or McVeigh? Well, McVeigh got undressed by. uh, uh Bill Belichick and couldn't make any adjustments. You that remember was in the Super Bowl, no, no, uh, yes, yeah, it was in the Super Bowl, and they came into the Super Bowl averaging thirty three point six points a game and they scored a t- grand total of three. Okay. Wait. And he was undressed and the only field the only three points came on an eighty nine yard field goal. Wait, That's uh, how bad he up. got undressed. So are you taking Cliff Kingsbury over no, I'm not, Sean McVeigh? No, I'm, do- I'm not saying that, but before so who you you're got? ready to who
2: you got? Well, before you're Come ready to voice stuff. Don't sit I, on the fence.
3: No, I'm not. I don't sit on the fence. Okay, you know so who you got, me. Kingsbury or McVay? Who you trust more? Well, Morris? I'll take McVay because he got there, all but right. I'm just saying don't try to act like he's done something or he's uh, the greatest coach since sliced bread. That's I just all.
2: want to remind some people of the stuff Kingsbury pulled last year in the second half of the season. He was the biggest liability Outside of Kyler Murray's health, so I, I know we're going in on Arizona, and we should have been let you go in on uh, Dallas. But do you have a final word on Dak Prescott, uh, Rob?
3: Yeah, I just think that as time goes on, there's still more to prove, and I think some people tried to push him in the top tier. I think even you agree he's not in the top tier quarterback. Well, he's uh, not.
2: Wait, 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 wait. So if there's 32 t- uh, teams in the NFL, what would the top tier be? The
3: t- uh, top. The top tier would be. Uh Eight? Aaron Rodgers, th- Tom Brady, uh Patrick Mahomes. Okay. He's not in that group. And and that's well, a an, uh, well,
4: an That's, elite, all,
2: uh, that's a
3: small on. group. Well uh, well,
2: that's top the top two tier. Is, timeout.
3: Okay, the top tier. You
2: He's can't be in that the top tier. three.
3: So but
4: wait a no, minute, but that's that, the those top are, are three of the He's greatest. He's not
2: quarterbacks in that ever. group,
3: but I think people when they look at some of his numbers, think that he ranks up there. Nobody and it's just would put Dak Prescott in the same class as those three guys. But you don't
2: have Aaron Rodgers in that group?
3: I said Aaron Rodgers. I said Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Tom Brady. Those are okay. Those, are what okay, I would sorry. consider those are the top, top three. Tier. So, so yeah, then, fine.
2: The, what's the next tier? You got to have Dak in there.
3: Lamar. Well, Lamar Herbert? should be. L- Lamar should be in there. Stafford. Obviously. Um, I have to take a look at uh, all my Kirk Cousins numbers.
2: And again, I, I, listen, I'm not a Kirk Cousins guy, but Rob, it's undeniable. Kirk Cousins has been great this year. I'm just telling you right now. If they beat San Fran, and I I, I don't really have a good their read rec- on that. What is their record? Uh, I think they're five and five, five. and six or five and yeah. five. Uh, listen, maybe it's six and five. I don't know. Uh, but bottom line, if they beat San Fran, they will firmly be in the playoff mix. I now I don't know about that. The line has had some wonky movement. It was two and a half San Fran. Now it's three and a, or trending toward three and a half. So somebody knows something about the Vikings. They had that defensive lineman. Um, with that sketchy moment on social media, I, I, it sounds like he's having a mental health thing. He doesn't sound like he's going to play. But if Kirk Cousins wins that game, and I know you're not going to want to hear this, but we need to readjust the MVP discussion and include Kirk Cousins, who is having an unbelievable, unbelievable season as a quarterback. Kirk Cousins will not win the MVP with a 500 record. He's not. He's not
3: 500. If he gets to ten and ten and seven, can he win the MVP? yeah i'd I'd have to see it to believe it i I don't believe that uh that would be the case not yet
0: It's Freddie Prince Jr. and Jeff died back in the ring wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season a hey Jeff.